Welcome to the Joyful Miles Podcast, the podcast that is all about inspiring you to enjoy life one mile at a time. I'm your host, Rob, and joining me this week, we have Jackie. Hi. Hi. And Laura. Hey, everybody. And ladies, we are one week away from you guys jet-setting out to L.A. I know. And running the Disneyland Double Dare. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Me, too. You should be. It's It's coming up so fast, too. It's crazy. I can't believe it that we're already at Disneyland. I really wish I was going, especially since... I really wish you were going, too. I know. I mean, not, not that I like to play into rumors, but uh, we haven't heard any announcements regarding um, the upcoming races that have yet to open up registration. You have the light side in January and then tank beyond that. Uh, but we're hearing rumblings that they could be stopping races in Disneyland for a couple of years. Ugh, Isn't that terrible? That's so sad. Yeah. And again, until Disney comes out and actually says anything, it's you know it's all rumor and speculation. But at this point, I mean, yeah. you kind of have to feed into it, right? Because we haven't heard anything either. Right, way. right. And they're not showing them on like the the calendars or the virtual guides where they show all the upcoming runs. They're not showing Tink or Lightside, so that's going to be disappointing because I love Disneyland and I prefer Disneyland races. Yeah. And- yeah. You know, I was planning on doing one next year, um, and you know, even talking with my wife, we were planning on doing a couple out the year after. Um, and it, it just stinks if you've already, because some of the the runners from previous races have already registered, you know, through you know for Tink, uh, or have made plans to be there for Lightside in January. And what's going to be the recourse? This is going to be kind of a mess if they end up not doing anything. So. Um, yeah. I, I Why they're waiting? I just don't get it. Like they must know. What are you waiting for? Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, this is the last thing they want to do. They want to have races. Mm-hmm. So this is the absolute last thing. This is not something that, you know, they're going to be happy about either. No one's going to be happy about it. So they're probably <laughs> waiting until they have, you know, they have, like, stretched everything and tried everything to be able to still have these races. So I, I, from a business perspective, yeah, you, you don't want to pull that plug if there's some type of hope left. That they can still hold the race, so that's maybe it's my good thing they haven't. Maybe that means there's still hope. I'm just trying to understand the like the reasoning for it. Like, what would be the hang-up that they're going to say, okay, two years we can't do races? Like, what is the issue? Is it with the you know the area of Anaheim? Is it with the construction that they're doing? Zoning. I don't know. Yeah, that I mean, would be 
you guys are running Disneyland this year, and they've got a lot of construction going on over there um, with Star Wars Land and um, every, everything that was you know has been closed. Um, I mean, I, I, there's supposed to be another hotel they're working on. Um, there's supposed to be more enhancements coming to California Adventure down the road with potential Marvel expansion, but plus, aren't they doing that huge like parking garage across the street? Or I remember reading about a big parking garage with like new entrances to the parks, and then and I remember reading that months months ago. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, that. I just I, I think of everything that Walt Disney World has gone through these last couple of years, and they're still running races out there, and it's like you'll find a way to make it work. Yeah. Um, so I, I wonder if like this is more with like the town of Anaheim. Yeah, maybe red tape. Know, something like with the area that this is going on that they're having issues with maybe getting permits for or or what. But I don't know. It's interesting and, and can't wait to hear an announcement. But really can't wait to hear all about your trip when you guys mm -hmm. get back and you know we're going to oh yeah like the Joyful Miles <laughs> gang always does. Uh, we will we are so excited. So Covered excited. to the hills. So much land. So be sure you're following quick, along. Quick reminder: anyone that's going to be there, Jackie and I are going to be having the very first Joyful Miles meetup at Trader Sam on uh, Thursday, August thirty first at five o'clock. Right? Was that the time we just? Oh, we said <laughs> five now. Five o'clock. Four thirty-five ish. You know, some people. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, well, we're just worried about, you know, everyone getting through the expo and having time to come over. So, yeah. we'll be come there. find us. We would love to meet you. First round of drinks around Jackie. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> poor one. Hippopotami ties for everybody. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, for this week, uh, we thought it would just be kind of fun to have a nice little uh, easy kind of fun conversation today uh, revolving around have you ever questions and just kind of rapid fire go through. Uh, a bunch of have you ever scenarios and, 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 you know, kind of talk about our experiences with them. So, Laura, you got a little list there. I have a so, little big list going there. So let's fire away. <laughs> let's get going here. Okay. First question. Have you ever fallen or tripped during a race? Not during a race. I've done it during a training run. <clears throat> I actually rolled my ankle uh, pretty badly. Um, at one of my last training runs before Wine and Dine in 2015. And um, I was worried about it because it, it was pretty well, pretty spraying. It was spraying pretty good. And um, some swelling. So I you know, kind of iced it and elevated it kept, it, kept off it as best I could. But I was kind of panicking because I was only a couple weeks away from Wine and Dine. I was like, oh, my God, am I going to be able to make it? <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's it was just a freak thing. And... Um, it was just like a, a raise in the pavement that I didn't see. My ankle just went the other way, and I kind of stumbled Wait, a little bit. Did anybody see you? I, it was a, it was a night, <laughs> so um, it was. I always dark. do the quick round. Yeah. but I was on a main street. It's you know with like stores and stuff around. So, um, but yeah, so you know, kind of embarrassed at first. I mean, I I was fine immediately after, so I kind of kept going, and I ended up finishing my run. But then, like the moment I got back, I could feel it, and I was like, "Oh God, this is not good." Oh jeez. <laughs> um, I never I, I've tripped over sidewalk cracks, but I've always been able to catch catch my step. So luckily, no, and I've never fallen. I did run with my cousin. We did wine and dine in 2014, uh, otherwise known as the Splash and Dash. And the poor thing, it was her first half marathon. And she fell on the edge of the street and coming up towards, I don't even know, I think we were around mile seven. 
and she she just did a head plant to the ground. She whacked her knee, her forehead was all brush burn and hurt her ankle and I thought we were I thought we were done. I told her, let's go call the medic and she kinda snipped at me and said, I'm finishing this thing and and that girl prevailed and she finished. She got her first medal and when we got home she had a broken foot. So, oh my gosh! Yeah. I still, I still, I admire the crap out of that woman. That was, that was beast. She was so beast. She was beast. She didn't say. I don't think she said two more words to me the rest of the race. She was in like the zone, and she just was focused and driven. And it's just, that was a pure example of mind over matter because she told everyone she was going to do this, and she did it. So. I don't know if it was like, you know, not advocating running through a broken foot. No, it was not the best choice. That's all this was all that say that. <laughs> it was not the best choice, but it was it was a you know in the moment. That's what she did. It's a but, heck of a story. Right. Sure was. Yeah. That, that was Reed a memorable <laughs> What about you, Laura? All right. I have never fallen or tripped knock on wood. <laughs> but I have collided with someone at the Tower of Terror. It was night race and out of the corner of my eye I saw Lotso from Toy Story and I'm like ah you know because he's big so I like bolted to the left ran right into the sky and, oh my gosh that was so stupid so stupid we both could have fallen and gotten hurt and I felt like a total idiot if by chance he ever listens to this I'm I'm really sorry <laughs> I said it there and I'll say it again I'm really sorry so there you go <laughs> I was just gonna say I've been cut off so many times that I hate when people just kind of <laughs> <laughs> without giving you any notice so so there's that. i learned my lesson but it was, it was, it was Lotso. come on man we love him. i would i would i would be okay with it for lots of lots was pretty cool all right next <laughs> disney newbie back then you, you that's you, you right i was i've learned i've learned my lesson all right next question have you ever forgotten to clip your toenails before a race plenty of times for that's me. not a thing for me so i would say yeah all the no. time i don't Oh, I have, and it's, it's not a pretty sight when you take your shoe off, let me tell you. <laughs> you guys so have, dumb. like, toenail issues. I've never had these problems. I don't... Am I just lucky? Maybe because we have, like, little girly feet, and, like, what happens is you're, the, the toenail digs into the one next to it, and then yes. causes a, a blooding mess. Yep. Hmm. Yep. I forgot, to the one princess half for the 5K, I forgot, and, oh, my gosh, my toes were so sore. My darling husband went to the gift store and got me some toenail clippers thank you bob <laughs> all right next one i want to hear some truth with this one have you ever used dirty clothes from your hamper to run in again um yeah every day almost no i'm just yeah <laughs> i was waiting jack i was gonna call bullcrap if you said no of I think course I, I think i have some on right now of course you know, you got your sports bras. Yeah, you, sport, you smell and you see which one smells the, the worst and you wear whatever one is the best. So, yeah, Rob. I'm certainly, I'm certainly guilty of, of doing this in everyday life. But when it comes to running, no. Because I'm pretty I'm pretty vile when I get back from my run. Never? My wife you always never? says, you smell like run. And I would ne I could never. And I'm so, I don't know. I get so sweaty. I don't. How could you do it? Oh yeah, I could. Except I, under well, actually, okay. So technically, in the winter time, I guess does that count? Because I'll have like outer la layers that I'll rewear. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it counts a little bit, but but like no, if it <laughs> has direct contact with me, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not going. It's not going back on. 
It's yeah. enough work to get it off, you know, when you get home. Well, and back on. You don't have to buy sports bras, and they're expensive. And if you're running every that's day true. or almost every day, that's a lot of laundry. That's yeah, a lot I mean, of. I've per- got more than enough running socks. I have plenty of shorts and shirts, and <laughs> I got more shirts than I know what to do with because I can't even get to like, the halfway part of my pile in my drawer because I just keep reusing. Wait a minute. Do you do the laundry or does Lauren? No, I do the laundry. Oh, okay. I was going to say that explained. <laughs> no, we do the, yeah, we're pretty good about it. She does all the ironing. I suck at ironing. I can't do ironing. <laughs> all right. All right. We're coming up to our first bodily function one. You knew it was going to happen here. Have you ever peed in a cornfield or while on your run? But bonus if it was a cornfield. We're no. from farm. We're from farming. I, say, I don't have, county, I don't have so that's so we up here, are. But um, I don't think I've ever peed outside of a bathroom. No, ever. not in a race. I've never, had, like even. No, ever. well, no, during a training run too. No, no, no not even run, not on a training run either. I'm saying I've done it in life, but I can't. I can't think of ever uh, an op, you know when I was running it that I've ever done it. I've seen my share of people doing it. You know, we <laughs> you've just, never stopped to pee during a training run. No. Really? If I do. I'll go to a bathroom. Now, see, we have a nice cornfield that's like high right now. Oh, it's doing good. So it's it's prime. I couldn't do it. Doesn't it like trickle down your legs? I just couldn't do it. You gotta squat. I have no. It wouldn't work for me. You gotta squat and then lower down so you don't ricochet or bounce up on your your feet because that's when you hit a rock. That's not pleasant. Well, that's the thing about being a runner. You gotta check your hang-ups at the door because like i said i've seen stuff that'll just make you go oh my god <laughs> we just did the beach to beacon a few weeks ago up in maine and at the starting line like this there's, there's porta potties before you get to the starting line but then when you get to the starting line it's it's just fields to the right and left of you and there's just people like just massive amounts of people just peeing and pooping right in the on the sides what? there and then it's not like they're high, like they're hidden i mean they're they're out there it's like you know what they're doing <laughs> I need to clarify when I I've never pooped. I could not poop in a cornfield. I don't know I, if they're pooping, but I'm just saying. I, it's like they're, they're I out could there. not do it. I'm sorry. I will I will I will clench and I will hold it for however long it takes. No. We are really getting all the rails now, guys. Oh god. <laughs> I, I don't all even right. All right. I want to I want to like pick a nice one here. Have you ever cried after a race? Uh, I have. I have twice. I have my the first devil, Dumbo Devil Dare 2013. Uh, my dad had just passed away in June, and this was like August. So my mom and my aunt flew out, and my cousin Shannon, to cheer me on. And that was our first time in California, and my mom's first time experienced me run like a long race like that. And after she just ran up and we just hugged and cried and it's weird I'm getting even emotional now it was one of those moments you just eh, makes me yeah it was just like a it was a really nice moment I cried Aww. yeah and after the <laughs> buffalo or the buffalo full this year that was the first race my family and my kids were at long race and um they had seen me a few times throughout the course and of course people are filming so I, I quickly walked away from everybody because I didn't want them to see me because I hate crying Aww. I hate it I'm not an emotional person in that sense. <laughs> I was surprised um, during marathon, my first marathon. Um, I started getting emotional knowing that I was going to see Lauren and my son at that time um, because they were in Epcot 
and she kind of she had a spot picked out, and she, we were kind of test, you know giving updates as to where I was and everything. And at, after I kind of got past the boardwalk, <coughs> uh, beach you know beach club and everything, as I kind of came into Epcot, and just knowing I was going to see them soon, and they were going to be a part of it, you know, me finishing my first marathon, I was I I was actually getting emotional. I was really taken aback by it because I wasn't expecting it. You know, but I was really looking forward to seeing them, and I was like, "I'm gonna see my son, and I'm gonna grab him because they were right by the um, spaceship Earth, like right, right there." So that was such right a great picture of you and Lauren. I remember they using that in the recap video. That was a great picture of you yeah, guys. Yeah, and I was gonna like, I was gonna grab my son, and we were gonna finish together. I was gonna bring him across the finish line, and I get there, and he's passed out asleep in the stroller, like <laughs> passed out asleep. I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me!" So I was like, "All right, forget that." <laughs> but that, yeah, that's the only time. Well, for me, it's more like a matter of what race have I not cried at, because y'all know I'm a big old ball baby. But probably like my biggest crying one besides finishing Dopey was, Jackie, you remember this, when we did Goofy, and the night before the half, I did not sleep at all. And I was very upset. I was very emotional because I had to run a, a, half, a full the next day, and I you woke up to find me bawling. <laughs> and I just, I power, it was like probably like one of my worst races and I powered through and oh my gosh at the end I was like I was doing those ugly cries <laughs> I was just so happy to finish it was it was ugly cry time all right guys are we ready to move on let's see okay let's get back to a little bit of bodily function have you ever thrown up after a race no oddly enough never and I've seen plenty of people doing it um, I've had a couple of workouts you know, that I've kind of been intense that I've had to take a second because I felt like I was going to throw up and never, never while running ever. Yeah. I never have. I, I felt like it and it's always due to dehydration. So now I've, and that was early on and you come home and you're just feeling nauseous and yucky, but, um, I make sure that doesn't happen anymore or I try to at least, but nope. Thank All you. right. Well, we'll leave it to Laura. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, after my first 5K, they had bananas, and that was when I learned my lesson that I can't eat a banana after a race. Chunkville. Oh my. We're talking head and trash can. People probably taking pictures of me, so lesson learned. <laughs> what are you going to do? Okay, have you ever gotten lost on a training run? Not me. My, uh, my training runs are pretty much all the same. Um... Although, when I was at Walt Disney World once, I ran, uh, when I, we were staying at uh, Wilderness Lodge, and I ran the trail that goes to, like, Fort Wilderness and, like, the ranch and everything like that, and it was dark out, and you can get turned around pretty easily there, because there's a lot of different ways you can go, there's a lot of, like, different trails and paths you can go, so when I was trying to come back, I got a little mixed up, um, <laughs> not that I was going to get lost, be lost and starving or anything like that, but that would probably be the only time I've ever gotten kind of turned around on a run. I, I did once, um, we were on vacation, it's, you know, not at home, it's on vacation, and we were in Hilton Head, and I went for a run, and I was trying to run along the shore, but it, I don't know, I got miscombobulated, I don't know where I ended up, and it was so hot, and I had no water, and then I just ended up walking, and my phone GPS wasn't working, eventually I found my way, but it, it ended up not being a run, it ended up being a walk, sad walk home, trying to find my way. Okay, so I went to a trail, and Bob, it was one of our, like, county parks, and Bob was sitting in the parking lot reading a book while I did my run, and 
the map was kind of confusing and I got so lost in the woods and the more lost I got, the more uptight and like axe murderers were hiding behind every single tree. So I'm freaking out. I'm calling Bob and I'm like, I'm lost. I don't know where I am. So I'm like crying and he's like trying to talk me through. And then I just like went straight and I came upon a road and I told him what it was. He goes, oh my gosh, you're like, you know, all these like miles out of the way. So he's hauling butt with the, the car over to this other road to meet up with me. And oh my gosh, <laughs> I was just like, I was like so upset. I have yet to go back to that path. That's pretty bad. And refer back to our runner safety episode to know how yeah, to deal really. with the situation if you're ever in it. <laughs> really, there we go. Okay, so speaking of, of having to make a phone call, have you ever had to make the call on a training run, meaning that you need someone to come pick you up because you cannot finish? No, I've come close. There's, a, there's, there's been a couple times that I've come really close to doing it, but no, I've never actually done it. I have made the cons that I might need a ride. Give me a few more minutes. I'll let you know. But then I've, I've made it through. Yeah, leave it to Laura. <laughs> I, it was hot. I didn't take enough water. It was a bonehead move. And I only had two miles home. And I just, you know, when that, that, that trigger goes off and you know, oh, I'm done. I'm done. So I had to call my son. And he came and picked me up. And he brought my, my overheated butt home. So there you go. <laughs> Okay, guys, have you ever had or do you have a race day superstition, either before or after the race? I I don't know if it's a superstition. A lot of people feel this way, but I won't ever. I always see people wearing the race shirts, like the ones mm -hmm. they give you, and I won't, I won't wear them. I won't wear a race shirt for that specific that day. I don't know why. I just won't. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm kind of I don't know if that's a superstition, but I'm the same way. I don't like wearing the shirt until after the race. Um, for me, not I don't really have superstitions. I I'm a huge coffee drinker, but I won't drink coffee before a race. Um, just helps me relax and keep level headed. I don't know, but that's really the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> See, Laura, Laura came up with these questions. She's like, "Oh my god, I, these are great questions. They're gonna have, all, they're gonna be with me 100." percent And it's, like, no. I know you guys are really letting me down nope. here. No. Okay, I, Rob, you know that how particular I am about tying my shoelaces before yep. a race. You know, they have to be just right, perfect tension. Do my heel lock just right, and I will have been known to redo them quite often. And then this really isn't a superstition as much as Something for my own sanity, as I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but I'm a little OCD about some things, okay? And I used to get really upset if my medal was scratched. You know, like my first Princess Half Marathon, you know, the medal was scratched, and I was so buggered about that for the rest of the trip. So now I have this rule where I must take the first medal that's offered to me. It doesn't matter if there's a scratch on it. There's a scratch. That's my scratch. Life is flawed. I'm flawed, obviously. So that is my medal. So, so there, that's the, that's my thing there. <laughs> so anyone out there that has OCD issues about scratches, I'm telling you, it works. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to a fun one here. Guys, you know those spectator race signs that say, wave if you peed a little. Have you ever had to wave? <laughs> Meaning, have you ever peed yourself a little? 
I have had three babies. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever <laughs> run where I have a baby. <laughs> sounds gross, but yeah. That's all I've had three babies. I was going to say that it seems like this is much more of a woman's problem for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, I've never had this issue. Oh, wait, wait. I'm adding something on the list then for Rob. Oh, she's okay. I am adding something. Go ahead, kinda, Jackie. Finish up. I'm curious as to where you're going nope, with this. I'm I've waved. <laughs> yeah, I've waved. You guys didn't expect anything else, have you? <laughs> okay, so Rob. Have you ever had nipple chafing or bleeding? Oh, sure. Not bleeding. No. Not bleeding. But they're certainly, they've been tender after a run. You know, from, <laughs> if it's, you know, the, you know, it happens, right? Like, you know, your shirt's sticking to you and rubbing up against it and it creates friction and, you know, I don't use nip guards and I know Jackie hates the nip word, but. <laughs> <laughs> if you all could see her, she's like dry heaving right now. <laughs> She won't throw up during a race, but she'll throw up at, at the word nip. Um, <laughs> and No, don't say it. It's underwears. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, it's, I don't find it to be a huge problem. I, you know, I've had it, but it's, I don't know. I'm okay. It's okay. It's not, I can deal with it. So you don't use Band-Aids or, no. or anything? No. Even for a full marathon? Yeah, no. You have nipples of steel or something? No, like I said, I, I've had the problem before, but it's not... <laughs> Anything I can't deal with. It hasn't oh, been my God. Well, that's the other thing. So, like, and I, I know I don't like having Band-Aids. I don't like wearing Band-Aids because they... Yeah, because what if you got hair, you know? You know, like, that's... The, I don't know. <laughs> that's just... Yeah, I have hair. You ever see, like, you ever see the pictures of, like... <laughs> remember someone was trying to, like, invent, like, the runner, the male bra? <laughs> Do you ever see pictures of that? <laughs> because we don't have that issue. Well, because you have the sports bras, yeah. Have you ever seen right. the Office episode when they do the 5K run for rabies? Do you watch the Office and Andy just finishes and he's bleeding all over after his 5K? Oh if you're a runner and you watch that episode, uh, it's so funny. Even if you don't like that show, it's hilarious. The 5K episode of The Office, I recommend it. It's hilarious. Did we have put up a warning before this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation is going to get a little salty. Sorry, folks. Sorry. We only have two really bad ones left. And here's one of them. Have you ever... <laughs> have you ever snot rocketed? Snot rocketed. Snot rocketed. For those that don't know what a snot rocket is, it's blowing snot out your nose. Oh. Uh, no, I don't typically do that. Um, no. I've spit, I spit, you know, I've had a hawk loogies, you know, I'll get gross like that sometimes, but. I rarely spit and I, I really don't have like nose issues. I don't, I, I don't even blow my nose. I don't really have to. So barely ever. So no, for me. And it is a no for me too. Wow. Thank God. I refuse to even try. I will, I will blow my nose on the bottom of my shirt or wipe it on my sleeve first. I refuse mm -hmm. to stop rockets. No. Let me nope, just say, nope, if nope. you're going to do it, or if you're going to emit a bodily fluid in any way, make sure that you're not doing it in the vicinity oh of somebody God. else. Um, I that on. In, directly into the wind where it can, you know, ricochet back or have a little courtesy with your with your snot rockets. Yeah. I had a guy who almost hit me at one of the Princess 10Ks, like at the boardwalk area. It came I close. I sit on at a training run here in Buffalo, like literally running on my legs. 
<laughs> the guy spit and didn't even turn around. No, I'm right there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would have gone in the germ if I have meltdown. Ah, which brings us to our next question. Have you ever had a runner meltdown where everything kind of falls apart on you? Come on, guys. Not like a full-on meltdown, but like I said, because I've been close a couple times making the call um, to go home. Um, but I get through it. Um, I've never running is for me is to get get away from meltdowns. It's it's my time to clear my head and. And that's how I kind of approach it. And race days, um, I'm at my most calm, you know, because that's that's just what, you know what it does for me. Um, so it kind of has the opposite effect. Right. I will say the only time I really well, I, I tend to not run with my husband because when I am irritable and and you know, I will take out on him. Mm-hmm. So luckily he whatever. But my, the closest I've gotten was Dopey when we did Dopey the half marathon. I was in pain, I was in agony, and I was at mile six, and all I kept thinking is, how am I going to run 26 miles tomorrow? And I'm hurting. I remember being at mile eight, and I was running with my friend Steven. So Steven, if you're listening, I I once again apologize, but I was irritable. I was not really enjoyable, and I kept saying, go ahead, please, go ahead, leave. It probably was one of those moments where he should have just let me be, but um, he was being a good friend and didn't want to ditch me. So I just wasn't, I was having a meltdown. I, that, to me, is the my worst race experience ever. And That's a good point. Maybe check back with me after Dopey in January. Yeah. May have a different yeah. <laughs> it's hard. You, it's If you're hurting at the half and you know you have the full next day, that's not good. It's not good. Oh, boy. I had mine. Getting back to that same Goofy Challenge weekend in 2015, um, the half marathon where I couldn't sleep at all the night before. I was at about mile two, and it was one of those races where everything was wrong. My my stride was wrong. What I was wearing was wrong because I, I ditched my throwaways, and I was freezing. Um, everything was wrong, you know. I, I And I went into, like, this big panic and this, you know, I have anxiety issues to begin with. <laughs> I totally lost my grip totally lost my grip and I felt horrible because you know my family my husband we this trip was expensive it cost a lot of money for me to go out there and I was ruining it because everything was wrong and then finally like I only listened to music twice in all the Brenda Z races that I've done I put out my earbuds and I put on Sing by My Chemical Romance as loud as it would go and I just took off I started to run Hard. I just needed to run and I just need to shake off all the anxiety and, and yeah, yeah it definitely helped calm me down and then I listened to Heroes by David Bowie and come on <laughs> you can be heroes people so yeah that was my biggest moment alright so that's going to bring us to the last question and we held off for as long as we could we had to hit this topic but have you ever come close to pooping your pants Knock on wood, I'm surprised I haven't had this problem. And it's because it's something I worry. This, if I worry about anything, it's this because I don't want to have to have that happen to me when I'm on a run. Um, but for the most, no, I haven't. And, and it, I've had races at the beginning where I can kind of feel it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a problem in this race. But then I start running, and then it's fine. So because um, I, I can't in a porta potty, <laughs> I have issues. 
can't. I can pee in a porta potty. I can get through that. But if I have to sit, no. I don't know how you ladies do it. I don't. I can't. I'm sorry, but this reminds me of that year we did Goofy. Laura texted me. Was it you or me texted each other? Oh my gosh! Guess who? It was, was it me? It was me text. I was in Weber Magic Kingdom, and I was like in the bath bathroom, and I was determined to because I norm I never poop. I didn't poop before Dopey at all. And then, but for Goofy, it was like that. But we barely knew each other, and I'm texting you about my poopy. Hmm. <laughs> like I put it in a porta potty. I did it. I did it. Oh my gosh! That, so that was a huge obstacle to overcome mentally to to do that in a porta potty. I'm sorry, but it's a big deal. Yeah. 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 That's huge. <laughs> now, now I I could have sworn I came close. It was during the same Goofy challenge weekend. I had a lot of issues that weekend, apparently, but during the pool, we were coming up, I was running with my friend Jenny, and we were at, like, the 17-mile mark, and my deepest apologies to those behind me, I farted, and I could have swore, I could have swore, oh, guys, come on, we're going there, I could have sworn (laughs) that there was more to it, and your mind, your mind goes insane, and all of a sudden, I'm imagining myself with with stuff running down my legs and people behind me taking pictures and there would be memes about me everywhere and I would never be able to show my face in public again. And I'm telling you right now, I would have disappeared. Y'all would have never seen me again. And I went to Jenny. Now, of course, like a sound minded person would say to their running partner, Hey, do I have anything running down my legs? That is brown. But no, I didn't think to do this. All I said was, we have got to go to the bathroom now. So we hauled butt all the way into the ESPN center, go to the bathroom there. And of course it's nothing. It's nothing. And daggone, I lost my one goo gel to on the bathroom floor because I was pulling my pants down so fast. But yeah, the struggle is real people. The struggle is real. You okay there, Jackie? Oh, you're cracking me up, girl. <laughs> Funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely we, should. We are learning everything we ever ever would want to learn about Laura today. <laughs> you know what? This is things people think about, and some people just don't talk about. Yeah. Oh, we don't have I'm an open book. We will talk about poop all the live long day. <laughs> I am an open book, people. I'm an open book, and I made that decision when I started blogging and doing this. I was going to be open and honest. And there you go, people. I'm sorry if I offended anybody, but. Hey, that should be our slogan. We'll talk about <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we talk about poop. <laughs> I have well, not. Now that... pants, by the way, I uh, I have not pooped my pants. However, my first 5K. This is back in like 2002. I wasn't a, any kind of runner, but I remember we went out to eat after at Applebee's. Probably wasn't the best meal choice, and I had like a state emergency, and, and that was terrible because I would never go in a public bathroom. Right, see, I have and, the same problems. I can't. It, yeah, very can't. Can't. And it was definitely a state, but that's as close as I got. And I hope that's the closest I ever get. Well, we want to hear from you. Have you pooped your pants? <laughs> if, you haven't unsubs- if you haven't unsubscribed yet. I was going to say, if we haven't lost all of our <laughs> listeners at this point, the few that are remaining. What is, what is that Night Live when they're like, oops, I crap my pants. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, oops, I crap my pants. Sorry. Did you just make that I up? don't know what you're talking <laughs> I about. I make it up. <laughs> it was like, instead of oops, I did it again. It was oops, I grabbed my pants. 
And now we know our theme song for Derby. <laughs> Oh that's that's Jackie's <laughs> joyful jam for the night. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry, guys. That's it. That's all I got. So this is a good one. This I is like good. This, this is this is a good way to get to know us. Um, but feel free to play along at home um, <laughs> and let, let us know if you've ever done any of these things. Uh, and if there's anything else you can think of that you'd want to know if we've ever done, I can't imagine what that would be after this episode. But um, I'm sure there's something out there that somebody will think of. Um, no question is off limits. We'll answer it all. Obviously. Uh, Tweet at us, uh, give us a, um, a little message there on Facebook or just join our joyful miles running club. And, uh, we can start the conversation there. Maybe Jackie, and, um, (laughs) (laughs) see how it goes. Um, but as always, I can't get over that. How do you follow that? (laughs) Don't have a crappy day. Uh, God, how do you follow the poop? <laughs> oh, hang in there, Rob. You're so close. So oh, close. Oh, boy. Uh, but thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for sticking around to the very end here. Um, and, and, you know, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Do that. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, like I said, the girls are going away to Disneyland, so be ready for all the recaps, all the video, uh, and all the discussion that will follow as a result of that. I'm looking forward to it, living vicariously through these two and everybody else that's going. Um, So um, for Jackie, Lara, and myself, I want to thank you for listening. Have a joyful day, and we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. (laughs) Joyful miles. Ooh, get a little dramatic with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Or next year, you're gonna cut them off. Hey, mom, what do you say to a game of tennis? Come on, grandma, if you on our side, the boys don't stand a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll get my racket. Um, on second thought, I think I better sit this one out. You kids go ahead. I want to have a talk with your old grandma. You're still having control problems, aren't you? I just don't feel confident, Harvey. Come with me. I want to let you in on a little secret. Here we are. Oops, I crapped my pants. Oops, I crapped my pants. I've heard of those. Do they work? Oops, I crapped my pants. Outperformed every bladder and bowel control product on the market today. Here, let me show you. I imagine this pitcher of iced tea is really a gallon of your feces. I'll see how its super thick fluff filter allows for maximum absorbency without leaking. I'm impressed. Oops, I crap my pants can hold a lot of dung. And get this. Oops, I crap my pants are biodegradable. Now, that's good for the environment. Say, how do you know so much about oops, I crap my pants? I'm wearing them, and I just did. Oops, I crap my pants. Let's see your local pharmacist and just say, oops, I crap my pants from Procter & Gamble.